0: All right, how are you getting on? Welcome, welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Hey girl, when you come to my house, um, I'm not going to give you directions, but you just ask around where the Pleasure Dome is and you'll find your way. You'll find your way. It's my little game. I'm doing a power play. Just follow the bloody Johnny trail. I'm going to leave Johnny's all the way to my gaff. What am I talking about? Just pick up every fucking Johnny on the way here. Remember uh, being at Dollymount Strand poking a Johnny, thinking it was a jellyfish. So, what is it? And I just thought to be fair fucks at a lad. No, not fair fucks throwing away the Johnny. But I mean, put the Johnny, put the Johnny in a box. Put the box into your car. Put the car inside a bin. This is as good. Whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't want to leave. I want to leave. <laughs> ha ha ha. Joke's on you, Leo. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Joke's on you, Leo. I actually love being at home, uh, staying indoors the whole time. So joke's on you. ha 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 ha. Well, I'm not going to lie, guys i'm i'm in a fowler fowler you can call me bloody liverpool striker who is celebrating a goal by snorting the white line pretending that's cocaine but then getting in trouble and saying actually no i'm a cow grazing Robbie, i'm in a fowler today um it's one of those days where i just feel everyone feels a bit more tough I'm starting about five tasks. And then it's annoying me that the other ones are... I'm starting five conversations with people about things via email or WhatsApp. And then I'm like, oh, shut up. I'm doing I'm walking over here. Even though I I did it this way. You know? For whatever reason. I'm getting the cabin thieve, babes. I'm getting the cabin thieve. Uh, and I just feel... I feel low energy, I feel tired and I'm not missing anyone, I don't miss anyone I don't miss anyone (laughs) I feel as connected to anyone as I do obviously I'd love to see my dad I'd love to, you know, see my mum I'd love to get a big cuddle off them my brothers and sister but I don't miss, you know I don't fucking miss anyone if anything I want everyone to leave me alone I want to be left alone even more for some reason I don't understand why I want everyone to leave me alone even more. <laughs> Tell you what I really want to do. I want to fucking... I know I said it about the Chinese last time. It's one... You get one bite in it. You have one chicken ball dipped in a curry. You bite it. It's like harden. It's like harden. Hook it to me veins. Hook the curry to me veins. It's like harden. But after that, it's just... You have your Olympus Mons of Chinese, you have one bite, and then that's all that's the good part. The rest of it is you just having your arms sting. And thinking it isn't and faking to your wife how great it is because you said let's get this over flaffle. Let's not get flaffle. Let's get an Olympus Mons of Chinese. And I keep trying to I keep trying to I keep trying to leave the gaff to get a private Trying to get a private takeaway. And I'm like, Terry, I'm just popping out for a bit. Oh, i come with you. All right. I just want to get in the fucking car. Get a mega box, And eat it alone. <laughs> Not that I'm, <laughs> I'm... Me and my wife are doing fine. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. I want to hurt myself alone. Don't ask me why. I think I'm depressed. Because I'm not looking after myself. It's me, Pagliacci. Fucking regurgitating what I was talking about last week. But this is it. This is the pod. We're going fucking raw. I am not editing this. I keep buying bread to make myself feel happy. I keep buying different types of bread. Going to the show. Oh, Terry's going to get some bread. I'm come back and get in. And the gluten's not good for me. You know? I'm doing fine. All right? I'm doing... I am the luckiest man in the world. I am though, Gary. I am. There's kids outside playing hide and seek. There's one hiding spot and it's behind the pole. And no, I'm not talking about bloody uh, John Paul II. This kid doesn't have a fucking clue where the kid is. She's behind the pole. He's checking behind the bush. A boy and a girl. Brother and sister? Whatever. (laughs) I was out there on the road and I saw um, a lad, a man, I should say, walking down the road with his three sons. Like something out of a fairy tale. (laughs) Not really, like whatever. He had three sons. and I thought to myself, bet he would have loved the door. How you getting on with your daughter there that you wanted that you didn't get? Are you a third son or a third daughter? Well, guess right. Guess what, I should say. As soon as you came out the womb, you blimped it. You let your family down, right? You let them down. They didn't want you. The first thing you ever did was disappoint your family. <laughs> they didn't want you. They might like you now, but they didn't want you. They were collecting their Premier League cards. It was have, have, need, need. They had the first two boys. Have, have, you come along. Have, I already have one of them. They wanted Premier League, shiny number one. And guess what? They got Gary Pallister again. I already have. I got 20 fucking Gary Pallisters. I wanted a daughter. I wanted to dance with my daughter on a wedding. What am I going to do? Dance with you? I'm not doing well <laughs> I'm not whatever It is what it is And that's the intro That's the intro to the show So here Let's see Whatever This is Tony Cantwell shit show is Tony Cantwell's shit show And I know you, you know me. I'm one and one, and one makes three. It's a three in one. Can anyone just please get me a three in one? What is wrong with me? I want to hurt myself, right? And I should just say, right, I do miss people. Right, I do miss people. For whatever reason, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Maybe it's to do with I had four cans of Guinness last night. Poured perfectly. (laughs) Right. I'm being chill. Hey, hey, look. We're a bunch of Fonzies in here, right? We're just going to be a bunch of Fonzies. I'm actually going to speak slow and calm for as long as I can. Let me tell you what happened this morning. I woke up, right, at a reasonable hour. I did my morning pages. I do this thing in the morning where I either try and write three, you know, shorthand uh, pages on an A4 refill pad, right? Just brain dump. Get everything out. Or I maybe if I'm don't have a pen handy, I'll, I'll type it out. Uh, and I'll set, set like 30 minutes and I'll just type everything out and brain dump. And normally what I get out of that, it comes in three layers, like an onion. Um, the first outer layer is all of the kind of like, this is what's annoying me. I write it, I write it like I'm writing an email to a friend. I'm like, hey, what's the story? So blah, 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 blah. This pissed me off. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's annoying me that I have to do that. That's annoying me, blah, 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 So the first layer is basically unraveling all of the things that are bothering me in terms of just fog in my head that I need clear. Picture, picture this. We were both part naked, banging on the bathroom floor. Picture this. It's kind of like a way of kind of, it's like a beehive. And I'm just spraying a bit of, spraying a bit of smoke on that. Get them all to sit down, right? Whatever, shut up, shigs, hey, great example, thank you. That's the first layer, right? That's the first part that comes out of it. The second thing that comes out of it in that is my to-dos, right? I find that by writing like that, I'm like, oh, and I also shit that I need to do that, and shit I need to do that, and blah, blah, blah. I then compile that, take away all the shits, and then I have a kind of a list of all the stuff I'm supposed to do. After that tends to come a couple of lols, couple of jokes, couple of solid gold tweets. That keep me, you know that keep this this lad in mega boxes, right? But this morning, for whatever reason, everything I was writing was I don't want and I don't like and I don't you know. It was a bunch of bloody What's that noise? I don't know. It was just it was very negative. It was written but written from the perspective of a bloody child. Right. I don't want this. I don't want that. And that's what kind of followed me into the start of this. All right. So I do miss people. I do miss my friends. I do miss my family. I miss hanging out with people. I'm just I'm just acting out. Right. I'm just acting out. And for whatever reason, I just keep fantasizing about driving out in the car to whatever Chinese is open, saying boss man. Fill up whatever you have in the bin, put it in a pizza box and leave it outside. Leave it in the gutter. Let me eat it in the gutter for whatever reason. I just want to scoff my weight in Megabox in my car. Listen to some Curtis Steiger with some steamy windows. <laughs> and I have been a little pig. I mean, I haven't actually been that bit much of a pig, to be perfectly honest. I didn't really have, we didn't have any takeaway apart from one that we got for free on Friday. I don't know if you saw it, did a bit of SpawnCon. When you think about takeaways as much as I do, sometimes, it'll, you know, art will whatever, manifest life, whatever. <laughs> art will manifest life, you know the saying. And uh, I did a bit of spawn con for Just Eat. Uh, who got in touch asked if I had any ideas I said I got a great idea how about I do exactly what I'm doing now with footballers footy chance, and I do it for takeaways and they were like unreal and how about this is what they said we pay for your lunch how about we get you a takeaway a little voucher so you can kind of show one of the takeaways maybe give them a bit of a nod as well I said great you're paying I'm getting Elephant and Castle and what I did was and I haven't, I haven't ever got haven't an Elephant and Castle before I heard it's good I heard the wings are great, right? Ordered, got everything, right? Uh, but I did that thing. This is what's I don't know what's fucking wrong with me, right? I did this thing where I do it all the time, where I act like my fucking finger slipped and I order more. I order too much or act. Oh my god, they gave us two punnets of chicken wings, family style, it's family size rather. They gave us about fifty wings. Oh, there must have been a mistake. Oh my god. Something must have happened. And Terry's like, what? Wow, that's crazy. That's the third incorrect order in our favour this week. I know. Oh, my God. I don't know why. I just kind of, anyway, whatever. So I haven't been that much of a pig, right? And the wings. I give them five stars. I give them four stars, right? I give them four stars, right? Uh, and, I, and I tell you what, I, I give them one star. Against a quality London boss man wing. Just give me the boss. Just give me. And even the worst wing. Even the London chicken shop wing. Where you go in there. It's the cheapest shit they have. It the, the, the chicken has been left under a heat lamp for five days. The skin is like a leather gel. That is stuck to your teeth. Just give me that. That's what I want. I used to hit up this place Dixie Chicken. In London right Going there I Got on pretty well with the uh, With the manager Mo Right They go in there He's like what's up boss man I'm like no you're the boss man Ha 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 You know I'm sure we had many You know Many talks about how Hey no look Irish and Turkish people Are actually oh, oh, They're actually so similar You know We're just so sim, We're just not English Um, And he's going there get my order of six quid worth of chicken that's my the, the Tony specialty uh, and then I'd go into KFC and I get the gravy right that's a little life hack for you you get the cheap chicken and you can't even tell there's any difference when you get the gravy so that would be, well, that's what I do I go to Dixie I'd say hey boss man give me the Tony special six quid worth of chicken and then up the road was KFC I'd go in there get the gravy although one day I was going the other way around I, and I was would have been passing KFC first I was like right I'll just go in here first. I'll get myself the gravy and then I'll pick up the chicken, right? I went in there. I said, hi, can I have a little thing of gravy, please? The woman's like, just... (sighs) So you just want gravy? I said, yeah. Just one thing of gravy, please. And she goes, okay. And she went to the back and she came back with a little tub of gravy and she put a little spoon on it. She thought I was just going to sit there Eating gravy with a spoon. I look like the sort of guy. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. This motherfucker looks like a sort of fella who'd sit in KFC eating gravy with a spoon. Well apparently I did. And she gave she gave it to me. And I would. I would. And don't you tell me that when you've ordered hillbillies you haven't had a little sup. Little slice sup of the little gravy. When you run out of things to dip, don't tell me you didn't have a little sup. Give a little sup. Will you give us a lift to cholesterol? I just had a little sup A little sup of the gravy Right? So don't Don't pass judgement on me Um, What am I talking about? So look, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and Hold fast Stand firm And not Go out in the car And have A, a, a Chinese affair right? I'm going to try I'm going to try I'll let you know how I get on Speaking of bloody Chinese, they're getting it. They're getting it from everywhere. They're getting it from the quote unquote West. Yeah? That bloody mop, as I call him, in, in Downing Street. Letting him have it. Yeah? Hey, someone get the mop. No, I'm not talking about the one in the bloody janitor's closet. I'm talking about Boris. Boris Johnson, more like the mop, as I keep saying. Uh, yeah, between him and the bloody Tommy Pickles in the White House, or as I like to call it, the Playhouse. And there's a bloody baby in there. Um, Tommy Tommy Pickles in the White House, or as I like to call him, or as I like to call him, President Dump. Because he did a poo-poo pee-pee in his nappy, this cunt. Uh, between the two of them. Yeah, it's all China. Yeah. They're like, they're like, tell you what they're like. They're like me. They're like me in fifth year. Finding out that there's a test, knowing that there's a test, but just not having prepared for it. Sir, I didn't know. What? Corona? What? I didn't know. So it's China's fault. It's fucking China's fault. I didn't know. He's stared. Ah, a bit of a copy there. Look, although you know what? Why you serve? Why you selling pangolins? They're endangered. And from what I saw, from something I barely looked into, the the wet markets selling these animals uh, weren't bloody... I mean, it's you're not supposed to be selling this wild, wild farming, wildlife farming. You're not supposed to be selling pangolins. You're not supposed to be selling bats. And then this happened with SARS. Then they put the fucking clamp down on it. And then they lifted it again when they started making loads of money from it. So, you know, I'm not... It's just a crazy, it's a crazy thing. It's just a crazy thing. Still haven't watched Contagion. Everyone's like, you got to watch Contagion, man. It's like seeing and outside, but worse. Sounds class. Sounds really good. Um, and look, I'm not talking politics here, right? I'm not talking politics. I'm not talking... I'm not talking conspiracies. I tell you, I had, I had pretty much all of the conspiracy theories in my head dispelled... By one thing that Terry said the other day. We were walking around. And I said. Exercising within two kilometres. Jesus Gardy, Get off me back. Um, we were exercising within two kilometres of our home. And I said to Terry. Mad how uh, Iran. Wasn't it? Was one of the first. To be really hurt by the coronavirus. Uh, and I said I wonder if. You know. Between China and Iran. Both, arguably, targets or potential targets for America. You know, I wonder if maybe there was. You know, I was trying to be in a little bit of nudge, nudge, wink, wink, a bit of a conspiracy theory here. Eh? And then Terry said, "Have you Googled anything that would be contrary to what you just said? Have you Googled anything that might explain why Iran was so affected by the coronavirus?" And I was like, "No, no, boy, I got a feeling." And I'm terrible for it. I'm terrible for it. I don't believe most of it. I don't believe most of the conspiracies. But because I'm so dumb, right, because I'm so dumb and I don't want to read big, massive articles that would tell me exactly how and why that was fact-checked and, you know, that was fact-checked and fact-checked over and over by various people to ensure that every bit of information that I'm reading is not biased, leads anyone down, you know, a, a, a corridor of misinformation, was double checked. Because I won't bother my arse reading that. I need to be like, well actually I heard something different. Well actually I heard that there was Americans in Wuhan at some sort of army festival and they fucking ate a pangolin <laughs> and they launched then they created a coronavirus so So because I'm too fucking lazy to read something that was actually written by professionals who are really doing the Lord's work in this in this uh, era of misinformation, because I'm so lazy that I won't read that, I need to have the power of having information over other people. And I'm like, well, actually, I read something else. So that's not true. I don't Google anything. But I love I still love it. Like, uh, the moon is a base. Well, apparently there was an echo heard by the moonlander, that would only indicate that this is a hollow base. Um, You know, like, I don't Google anything that might dispel. I love, like, I love living, I love hearing something that I can't believe. And I know that if I Google it, it's going to take it away from me. So I don't Google it. But yet, I'm not, you know... Of course they didn't fucking start coronavirus. What, they launched coronavirus? Here's another one I heard, right? So I heard this bloody coronavirus. See, you know the way Tom Hanks apparently had corona? Yeah, apparently it's because he is a paedophile. And him and Idris Elba and all the other lads and Prince Boris and Prince Charles and all them, they're all paedophiles. And they got, I've been told that they got coronavirus because they've actually in real life been arrested. And it's the only way to explain how they're not in the public eye. That's what I read on Reddit. I read that Tom Hanks is an addict of a thing called adrenochrome, right? Adrenochrome is kind of like, from what I read, the opposite of DMT. So DMT is... I haven't got DMT. DMT. If you've known about Joe Rogan or any of anyone who's mad into the psychedelics, apparently DMT is a smokable form of a chemical compound that is secreted by your perennial gland, what they call the third eye. And you get it when you dream. You get it just moments before you die. And it's in ayahuasca. You know, you ever hear people going off to Peru? Is it Peru? I think it's Peru. Going off to the jungles drinking this kind of tea from this plant because apparently dmt is in everything it's even in grass um but there are enzymes in our body that break it down so you have to have this kind of like pre uh dmt tea where it makes everything that comes after you accessible through your your liver your stomach and all this stuff anyway so dmt is like this um you smoke it and you apparently go into these crazy interdimensional seeing uh some people see, actually, I, I read this, I, I heard this uh, podcast, Simon Amstel, right? Remember from, um, from, uh, what's it called? Never mind, never mind the buzzcocks, right? Um, and he said that he did DMT. He went and did ayahuasca, right? Um, and I'll come back to adrenochrome, but I'm just about a bit DMT. He went uh, to a shaman. Miss, Mr. Loverman. Shaman he went to a shaman um and uh he t- did ayahuasca, and apparently it takes you on it's a people do it as a kind of religious experience. I've known people who have done it, and they uh see something from deep inside, possibly inside or they it goes they go to a different dimension, but they come away with some sort of knowledge about themselves, and people seem forever changed by their experience but Simon Amstel said that he d- did ayahuasca and he kept hearing this voice, kind of like fucking Goodwill Hunting. I don't remember what podcast it was. Maybe it was, maybe it was WTF, Mark Maron, possibly. Um, but he said he did it, and he uh, kept hearing this voice that was like, "It's not your fault. You were just a baby. You were just a baby." And he was like, "What?" And this voice just kept saying, "It's not your fault. You were just a baby. You were just a baby." And he doesn't go into a lot of detail. But he said that after that, he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'll show you. You were just a baby. And this cosmic force through this DMT experience brought him, possibly it was a jaguar. People see jaguars a lot. But anyway, he said, what do you mean? And um, this force basically repainted this picture, this dormant memory that he'd had, that he hadn't obviously remembered until now, that was of some uh, domestic abuse between his family where he wasn't able to protect Uh, his mother and he said that this was probably the single biggest change in his life that after this he he didn't even know he didn't even know he was carrying this guilt but it was released he forgave himself as a baby in this experience and um, he said that even it changed so much that even his posture changed and funnily enough after that he started then doing more stand-up a bit more personal he was talking about being gay. He was talking about ver- various other aspects of his personal life that he actually hadn't really talked about. Now, you know, any stand-up knows that when you run out of observations, you have to start focusing uh, on stuff. I mean, hey, look, this is the fucking podcast. Literally, I'm here in the morning being like, what can I talk about? Can I talk about when I was three? What do I have when I was three? Running out of stuff to say, you start focusing inwards. Um, so anyway, that's DMT. So from what I've looked up about this adrenochrome, it's kind of the opposite of DMT, where d m t is when you're sleeping or you're um about to die. This is when it secretes in your brain, and that's why potentially we kind of have these kind of flashes and images and kind of see crazy stuff um Adrenochrome is secreted when you're under severe stress so so the conspiracy theory is that there is a group of um adrenochrome junkies right the Illuminati are torturing people to drain them of their adrenochrome so that they can get off on it in kind of this acid trip. The actual drug, there is actually a drug adrenochrome and apparently it's like, apparently it's like taking acid from, I, I don't really understand all these chemical compounds or what a lot of the terminology means. But apparently it's like taking acid, but apparently when you take acid, I've never taken it, um, you kind of lose um, you lose association with things so you kind of like why why you see people I don't know if you ever see in like movies you see people like looking at their hand and they can't stop laughing at their hand or a spoon it's because when we look at these things like a hand or a spoon we kind of we know what they are we know that they're attached to us we know what they do you know well not at spoons unless oh, your bloody uh, that's your bloody Edward spoony hand or <laughs> no but um we know what they are. But you kind of forget what these things are. Actually, I'm. Am I going to do? There, there was a TED talk that I saw about a woman who had a stroke and she forgot what things were. And she said it was the most. She completely forgot this kind of. Was just completely present because she had a, she, the part of her brain. You know, subconsciously, we look at a tree and we have every and we have we kind of we can tap into pretty much any memory we have about a tree. right? But if you forget what a tree is, you just get to fucking look at what a fucking tree is. And you're like enamored and blown away by a tree. And similarly with your hands and stuff like that. So basically this adrenochrome is like acid, but you remember what things are. Which means that you can kind of act still cognizant, except you're seeing crazy colors and getting kind of euphoric buzz. So apparently all the the big name Hollywood players are on the adrenochrome buzz. And they are uh they are there are rings, there are rings of torture rings, so that they can because they're junkies, and also here's the other thing: Apparently, humans can't take that much adrenochrome, leading to the conspiracy that these are aliens. Now, look, I love a juicy conspiracy like um uh, Illuminati. The queen is a lizard. I don't know if I've explained that. I've explained that in my previous podcast. Um, You know, if you want me to go into that in a future podcast, you can certainly, I could do a whole podcast on that, right? I don't believe it, but as I've told you, in a previous pod, remember the one about dragons? Remember the one where I said that, that Meghan and Harry and Meghan, that's the order you have to say it, uh, were fleeing the royal family because of dragons? Well, you have to listened to my dragon episode. Um... But look, I don't, I I love I love hearing a juicy conspiracy, and I realized when Terry said that to me, it was like I'm into this. I am into conspiracy theories purely out of laziness, right? Well, no, no, there's two two parts of it. One, if something says juice, if something's look. I get the appeal, right? It's secret. It's not 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 as all as is what it seems. There's elements of magic. I'm into the ones that involve kind of magic, right? Magic and aliens and stuff like that. These are the ones that I'm into, right? Um. So it has its appeal, but a part of the appeal I've realised is the fact that if I know the conspiracy theory, there's potentially that I know a truth that the general public don't know, and there's power in that, or at least you know, anecdotal power. At least there's something interesting I can say. Well, you know, you did, you know, I know you heard that. I'm not, hey, I'm not into politics, but I did hear that um, Tom Hanks is uh, an adrenochrome junkie. So, hey, I don't know what's happening in. Uh, Hungary right now right i don't know about that dictatorship um but i do know for a fact that tom hanks is a vampire so you 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 be the judge um i'll tell you the ones i tell you the ones i do believe right um i don't believe no should i no i'm not gonna that But I, I did. I, I just acknowledge the fact. I did acknowledge the fact that when I find something out like this, I don't Google anything. On the contrary, right? I do believe. Tell you what I believe. Right? I believe that uh, there are a few multi-billionaire families that probably have more power than the people that we see run things. Right? Mm-hmm. Do I think they're pulling strings? I don't know. Do I feel like there's an agenda being seen? Probably not, right? But I do believe that there are... Like, people talk about, like, Bezos, right? And they talk about Gates and all these people. Garrett Gates and Jeff Bezos, right? If I was a billionaire, trillionaire, first thing I'm buying is anonymity. You will never hear about me. And I believe that's the case. I think there's some... Like, I couldn't even believe it going down, you can go to fucking Carlo and there's millionaire Irish people who have an English accent. Like in a world where West Brits actually exist, then anything's possible, you know? So those billionaires, yeah, the big name families, first thing thing they're going to buy is anonymity. So I believe there's probably, I believe there's very rich people who do have an effect on what happens in the world. I don't think that they send a memo to the president or anything like that. I don't think that there's even a plan. David Icke would have you believe uh, that the plan is that there's an Illuminati. They're interdimensional alien reptilian hybrids uh, who are who are controlling uh, the world governments and the media to create fear because from the dimension that they live. Uh, they, can, they are powered, essentially powered by fear. Um, and things like posters going up of showing women in bikinis makes you feel sad, and that's part of it. Makes people feel like, oh, they're not fit enough, they're sad. That war and news and everything all like that is, is orchestrated by these select few. I don't believe that. Do I believe that a very, very, very rich American who likes guns might have an effect as to the legality of guns in the country? Yeah, I do believe that. Do I believe that uh, a government has the possibility of... Do I believe... Well, it's been proven. It's been proven where you have the Gulf of Tonkin. I don't even know much more about that other than the name, but I believe it's when they staged an attack to go to war with Vietnam. Let me look into that right now. Uh, Gulf of Tonkin incident. Also known as the USS Maddox incident was an international confrontation that led to the United States engaging more directly in the Vietnam War. It involved one real and one falsely claimed confrontation between ships of North Vietnam and the the United States in the waters of the Gulf of Tonkin. The original report blamed North Vietnam for both incidents, but the Pentagon Papers and Memoirs of Robert McNamara and NSA publications from 2005 proved material Misrepresentation by the US government to justify a war against Vietnam. So could that could that have happened other times, you know? Isn't it a bit mad how uh, how a couple of a couple of planes full of Saudi arabians led to an invasion of Afghanistan, you know I haven't said that, I've not read a single thing about 9-11. I have not read a single article. About what the official story of 9-11 is at all, so you know, I couldn't even tell you what I believe. <laughs> I haven't read anything about it. I haven't read anything about it. I'm just a fucking contrarian, you know. Like there could be there could be an answer for that, but I haven't looked into it. Um, you know, although you kind of see what you we know, with that Ep- between Weinstein and Epstein, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Harvey Weinstein. Um, People covered up for Harvey Weinstein. People probably knew. People definitely knew. Um, And Jeffrey Epstein, 100% people knew. People were paid to know and to cover it up. Bill Clinton's flying fucking 30 times on a jet with, with you know. Look, this is not a conspiracy theory podcast. I'm just saying, right? How is it that in... In me trying to say how I don't believe in most conspiracy theories, I've now outlined exactly what I... Fucking hell. There's probably people... (laughs) It's not even funny. There's probably people, there are probably people who are very rich, who are taking advantage of people, and there's loads of people covering it up. Whatever capacity that is, are they draining them of adrenochrome? Probably not. Are the people who are doing that aliens again? Probably not. But let's not rule that now. I'm going to talk about something different now. Here's a conspiracy theory I heard firsthand. Not even conspiracy theory. Salacious Illuminati story, right? I used to work with this guy, right? This guy, he's a bit of a partier, right? Goes out with a couple of movers and shakers. And I tell you, this is just testament, right? Is is to what kind of... The, the scope at which fucked up Illuminati parties can happen is... I i noticed for sure. The lads who I used to work with, the ones who went to fucking... Uh, public school, as it's called over there in the UK, which is essentially private school, were the ones who were going to the weirder parties that were invite-only, you know. They didn't bring me to their cool parties so they're in the fucking Illuminati, right? All these, like, fucking sex kitten parties and stuff. It's all happening in London, right? All these crazy parties that you're not going to find on, on Facebook events where us, the plebs, are going for all of our parties, right? So one of the guys told me this. He said, and I genuinely had a little pang there, thinking, am I giving that in a way? But it's... When you hear this, you're going to think, uh, I think you're safe there, Tony, right? He told me that, and he used to hang out with all these crazy people, crazy partiers. And he said, late one, like after after hours, right? He went, his mate was like, right, come on, I'm going to bring you this. I'm going to bring you this members only party, right? I'm going to bring you this members only party. Don't fucking tell anyone that you're coming. He said, I'll never tell anyone, especially not my pal Tony, who's going to say it on his podcast, right? So he goes down to, I'm not going to give away the exact location, just in case it's true. But he said he went down to the Docklands, right, in London. And he went out to the wharf where all of the ships, the little yachts and stuff were. And he's like, oh, wow, it's going to be a yacht party. And your man's like, nope. They went, there was this air, they went up to this, to this little dock, right, and there was three yachts, right. Two of them on either side were bobbing up and down with the water. One of them was staying still, right, wasn't moving at all like, so, right, in this one. This guy brings him down flights and flights of stairs. And he's like, what's going on, man? What's going on? We're under a fucking yacht. What, are we under the ground here? We need a fucking aquarium. He's like, come on, it'd be worth it, right? Brings him down, starts hearing the faint sound of music <makes noise> opens the door, and it's a fucking rager. Like something out of blade, right? Ooh <coughs> People dancing, lights, young, hot, attractive people, people riding, right? And then he said, the thing that shocked him, he said it genuinely frightened him to the core. He said, mate, when I got in the door, you wouldn't believe what was serving the drinks. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, like who was serving the drinks? And it's like, nah, mate, what was serving the drinks? It was like a primate but I've never seen it before. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mate, honestly, I know my animals. I have never seen this animal before. It was serving the drinks. <laughs> oh, what do they have? What the fucking animals do they have serving these drinks? And I was like, what, was it like a chimp? I, like, I can't even describe it, mate. But it wasn't human. They were all serving the drinks. That's the shit that I love. That's the shit that I believe. Bring me to your fucking Illuminati primate parties. That's what I want. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Uh, what else? What else are we talk about? Um, so, uh, and this, I was going to talk politics. I don't want to talk politics, but I will say this. Who's <laughs> have this fucking conversation? No one, Tony, no one is making you do anything here. All of life is a choice. I fucking, I'm getting a bit of cabin fever. I'm not going to lie. Joke's on you, Leo. Ha, ha, ha. I love being home. It, it is, it is, uh, it's, 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 it's been. It's mad how things change. Literally, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Leo, the tish. T-shock, more like tish off, get out of here. And then he holds the press conference in Washington. And you're like, all right, that's pretty cool. And you're like, oh, and he uh, closes the pubs and the restaurants before anyone else, before the UK, right, cancels all these events. So that I, myself, I was into the Blind Boy podcast there, and uh, he had to cancel an event in London. Serious amount of money. But because Boris Johnson had announced to cancel things, he had to take the hit on it. Down thousands, right? All of my tour, things like that. Leo said, look, you've got to cancel. So it's not on me. It's not on me to cancel those. So he cancels all them. You're like, all right, that's pretty cool. Then he has that, you know, that Friday, Friday night one. And he's all like, hey, look, just let you know, he's uh, have to stay indoors. Uh, we're going to do a lockdown. Uh, just please don't stay. Go travel more than two kilometers from your house. We need to flatten the curve. And he's very empathetic about it. Speaks about it from a health, uh, from a health perspective of his family and his partner. And you're like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then what does he go and fucking do? Becomes a fucking doctor again. Daddy, I forgot why I don't like you. I forgot because I'm stupid. I'm the part of brain that, that gets people like fucking Tommy Pickles in the Playhouse elected. Because I can only see what's there in front of me. I'm stupid. I can't remember what Mary Lou McDonald does. <laughs> I don't remember what she did. I don't remember why. I don't remember what it was she was saying. I mean, I'm sure if I gave myself a second to think about it, I would. But now I'm like, Leah, why were you... Well Leo's going now? But he was so nice over that whole f- when we remember we were all scared? This is what happens. It's whoever's it's whoever's in power during a scary time, I'm like oh, hey. And then but where's hey, where's Mary Lubin and all this, huh? Probably chatting to the ra, huh? Well, weird how she just disappears. She has a serious she becomes seriously ill. She's not around, and I'm like, yeah, where the fuck were you? Yeah. Yeah leave it to the lad who's one foot out the door So I am stupid But it's mad how things change Literally weeks ago I was like Get Leo out I will do on to get Fina Gale out And now I'm like I kind of like seeing him pop up every so often Tell me what to do You know, Look Butchered the health Well he butchered it but he didn't do a very good job while he was in power Had a massive fucking housing crisis Not great but I like seeing him on the telly Makes me feel good yeah, Mary Lou. Mary, where were you? Mary who, McDonald? I haven't seen you on in my, with my eyes in a couple of days, so I completely forgot. What, Brexit? You're telling me the UK want away from us? Well, we're not going to fucking let that happen. Don't let them near us if they have it. Don't let anyone from up north come down if they have it. It's batshit insane. Um, or should I say bat soup insane apparently America made a bat soup that was so tasty that the Chinese got coron. um look if I'm talking fucking Sinn Féin and Varadkar it is because I've officially run out of things to say so thank you very much for your patience I think there was some good stuff in there told you a little conspiracy about the primates serving drinks I told you about Three brothers, one of them not being a girl. There has been some good stuff. Just remember that. Uh, But I think I need to bring a fucking song. Write a song or a rap or something for next week. Because just something to shake it up. Um, If you would like to listen to more of this podcast, you can do so over at the bonus Cantwell shit show. The bonus podcast over the Patreon. Where I have discussed so far my top five emo songs of all time. As well as my history as a rock and roller in the Temple Music Center uh, as well as that I did a play-by-play of Wrestlemania 17 the greatest Wrestlemania of all time two-hour special over there if you do like that sort of thing on the Patreon and this Friday will be uh, a QA and a podcast as well as during this week in the middle of the week possibly tomorrow or the next day a RuPaul Breakdown I've decided to go for all the niche stuff that not everyone would listen to, but only a select few might, over on the Patreon. Uh, So you can check it out there. If you would like to buy me a cup of coffee or equivalent of a pint a month, you can do so and get all of that gorgeous content. And um, guys, just thank you very much. You, as much as I've been fucking moping around all day today, I am still so unbelievably grateful that in a pandemic this gets to be my job and that we still have a gorgeous community of people sending me fucking videos of themselves with pillows on their heads and their dogs walking around set to gold dust's theme from that messiah video so thank you very much for that i love you very much and i'll see you next week hey